You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, the Thursday podcast, and I want to make sure you guys get a good earful of this because this will be the last time that you will hear from Al for about, at least on the podcast, that is. Right. For about a week and a half, maybe a little longer than that. How are you? Not a week and a half. Let's see. Oh, I guess, yeah, you're taking into week account the, uh, the the weekend days. Yes, we'll do the, uh, the warm-up show tomorrow, podcast that full hour for you, a full hour of goodness, and then uh, I will be off for a week, and then Labor Day, and then uh, oh, back, week and for a the, half. back for the new fall season. Jerry, I was joking about you and I for the new fall season adopting a, a baby. Yeah, I have to. I'm good. Uh, yeah, because I just thought, like, back in the old days of uh, – television when there was only the few networks uh, abc nbc uh, cbs that you know when shows were good shows and they kind of got tired after a little while they, they had a baby they would either add a baby they would get a new neighbor something would happen on the show that would boost it or kill it for but you got a dog we did that season. already yeah and i did it that was sort of like a summer you giving her back? Uh, no, I, I forget what they did, <laughs> what they would call those summer things that they would do in sitcoms. Okay. Where it was like a, you know, a summery thing. Who knows, though? Uh, there's talk now of coming back to the studio. I may have to give her back. I don't Uh-oh. know what she's going to do here. While did you I'm think gone. you were going to be home forever? Uh, I was, fingers crossed, <laughs> that I would never have to go into New York City again. I mean, you could have told the boss that you're not comfortable, and he would have said, got it. Well, I, I'm comfortable if everybody goes in. If one person's missing, I, I'm not going in. I don't think you should bend to peer pressure. <laughs> I think if you want to stay home, you stay home. <laughs> this is the perfect time to do what you want to do. It is really is the perfect time. It is. Like if Gio says he's not comfortable coming in, I ain't coming in. Either. He doesn't want to come in. I know no, he doesn't. No, neither, nor do I. Right. We're very co- quite comfortable. Jerry, uh, Gio and I are both scaredy cats. We're afraid of New York City. We're afraid of uh, potential criminals roaming the streets at the hour that we come in. And he's afraid of coronavirus, although you're not. He's afraid of coronavirus. Yeah, and I should play it up that I am. I'm not afraid of coronavirus. Well, you can't. You're on record. Uh, but what you could do. That's my character that says he's not afraid of coronavirus. The real person, Jerry, he's very afraid. The two of you yeah. should get in cahoots, and he yeah. should tell Mark he's not interested in coming Ooh, in yet. We're cahoots. comfortable. Yes. And then if he says no, then you're like, you know what? He's right. You know what? Uh, you know, I had a long talk with Gio, and he's right. We're all going to catch coronavirus. That's right. Or be mugged on our way to the office. Okay, or that. More that. Jerry, I have a Pornhub story. What's up? Where's these been? Let's go. Uh, it's been a long time. I guess they, during coronavirus, they didn't have as many people coming into the office. Right. Well, Pornhub says that traffic spiked on Monday. I don't know if you're aware of this. This past Monday, there was an outage for Zoom meetings. Okay. I did see this, actually. Yeah. And, I, and they attributed it to uh, that they felt like a lot of schools went back. Yep. The colleges. So it was a lot of... Uh, People on Zoom. So be as soon as the evidently what happens was as soon as people couldn't get on their Zoom meetings, they went right to Pornhub. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Between 8 a.m. and 2 p.m. 8 a.m. In the United States, the porn streaming company Pornhub noticed a huge spike in traffic while Zoom was down. Could you imagine looking at pornography at 8.15 right. in the morning? <laughs> like... Uh, I can't get into my meeting. What about big butts? Uh, I'm gonna see if I can find me some big butt videos. <laughs> <laughs> but that, but think about what you just said. It's yeah, true. that's what happened. All right, can't get into my meeting. You know what? I'm gonna skip the eggs for some boobs. Yeah, you know what? Let me see. Uh, I know we're supposed to be talking about the budget, but what about large-breasted women? Let me see if I could find anything specific to that. It's really there's it's all sorts bizarre. of categories. Yeah. 
Uh, yes, I, I imagine there are a lot of categories. Also, I've seen that's what yes. I've heard. <laughs> you know. <laughs> How many, let me ask you a question. Yeah. How many categories mm-hmm. do you think you could name right now? Oh, my gosh. A, a ton. Oh, oh, hold on. I'm going to pull it up. I mean, I know it's going to probably corrupt my phone, but whatever. Right. I'm going to pull it up anyway. So let's see. <laughs> this is not good. I shouldn't do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. All right. So I'll even try to go alphabetical. All right. So I pulled okay. up. <laughs> this is ridiculous. All right. Okay. Uh, we're at categories. All right. Categories. You're going to try and go alphabetical. Right, well, I don't half it alphabetically. Oh, you don't? No. Let's see. Oh, you seem surprised. Is that how it goes on the site? That's <laughs> what I've heard from Eddie. <laughs> Eddie was telling me. <laughs> um, let's see if I do the phone this way. I could just throw some all out at you. I'll uh, go alphabetically just to re- so I can remember them. I'm trying to find it alphabetically, though. If yeah. I could do that. Um, you clicked on that. I don't know if you clicked on the categories. Ah, uh, here we go. I got alphabetical. Okay. Go ahead. Amateur. One. Anal. <laughs> I didn't Two. want to say that, but. Two. Um, androgynous. What? Androgynous. What is that? That means if you don't know if it's a boy or a girl. I don't have that here. Mm. Well, <laughs> is that ca- on one of your other sites? New category alert. <laughs> okay, I don't have that, but okay. Uh, big breasts, big butts. Um, yes, yes. Okay, that's under, four. Under B, I'm putting that under the B. Right. Um... Uh, blondes, brunettes. Right, right, six. Uh, B, uh, C. Mm-hmm. Well, You're moving off B already, huh? Yeah, I'm trying to think of other Bs. Brazilian. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you missed the biggest B. <laughs> really? It has a leather letter attached to it. <laughs> I don't know what you want to be. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> You got it. That's seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know uh, that we should continue with this. <laughs> all right. But you'll see. You see there what I mean, There are Jared. so many of these. Yeah. How about I pick one that's not a category, androgynous? <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Androgynous. Uh, seniors are celebrating the end of their lockdown, Jerry, by getting tattoos and piercings. It's a new thing happening. That's also a category. <laughs> Tattoos, yes. Seniors. Seniors, <laughs> tattoos. Seniors with tattoos. <laughs> That's a very specific wow. one. Tattooed is there. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, again, There's... you knew that. <laughs> oh. That's what I've heard. Yeah, they say that over 14,000 seniors have been getting tattoos and piercings. Really? After the lockdown as a way to celebrate. I've seen photos of this too. All right. Some of these grandmothers getting like... Well, I think if you like tattoos and you've had them, go for it. And if you're the type of person that has wanted one and didn't get it, right. uh, now is the best time. This is your chance. Like if you're Live. 68 and you never got that tattoo you wanted, what are we waiting for? Right. Right. You're going to be dead soon. <laughs> I don't know about soon, but sooner rather than later. Right. Sooner rather than later. Right. You get a couple of years, but you're right. Maybe this was a time when people finally said, you know what? Like me, Jerry, I'm moving. I said, you know what? Enough is enough. Let me ask you this I'm question. I'm old enough. This I'm going to move. This is a good philosophical question about life. Okay. You know, because I had to go to a funeral the other day. and Yeah. Um, you know, I went to the wake and all that. And, you know, the wake was actually one of these. It wasn't, I don't want to say it wasn't depressing. They are depressing. Right. But when the priest got up and spoke, um, it was really a remembrance of the man's life and a celebration and all the amazing things he had done. All right. As opposed to everybody grieving. And you could tell right. that they had had many days of that already. And so the priest told funny stories, you know, some sad stories, but a lot of good stuff that he was mentioning. And you could see people smiling and laughing and blah, 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 blah. And one of the things he was talking about was all the different things this man accomplished and all the different things he had done in his life and trips that he made and places that he had seen. And he really lived his entire adult life. And I remember... I remember it made me think like there are those that save, save, save and never do anything mm-hmm. and then look up and they're 65 and they probably wonder what have I done for the last 60 years when I started right. to become a person. Then there are those that spend, 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 spend and don't worry about the future. I'm somewhere in between. Um, I save a little bit. I spend more than I save. I can tell you that. And I do a lot more trips than I probably should. But I'm not also I don't think I'm reckless either. Um, and I, it made me think. 
when you look back, mm-hmm. do you think the experience of your life is worth more than trying to be financially responsible? I think you have to have the balance because other like I would not be able to be enjoying spending my money now for fear of I don't want to be an old guy with no cash. That's fair. But what about now? So, all right, that's fair. Now, you've also not been married or had children. Right. Now, sucking my money away. Well, I mean, you spend a lot of money on your kids for sure. Right. So you've had the ability to pretty much do what you want when you want. And I wouldn't think you have had the draw or the desire to go do different things that families would do, per se. Right. And Correct. so I, I guess that would be, it's, I guess we live in, we have different uh, circumstances. Correct, yes. Like I look back and, you know, after, after the funeral yesterday, I was looking back at my Google photos for the last six years. I wish I had them earlier than that, but I didn't start with that until 2014. And I look back at all the really cool things I've done with my right. wife and kids. And then I have friends, I have one in particular, he's got a lot of money. They don't do anything. And their yeah. life is so routine and so boring every day. I know his wife's not happy because she's bored with the life. I mean, he loves she loves him, but they don't go anywhere. They don't do anything. And he's always like, well, we have a pool in the backyard. Enjoy it. Yeah, like I have an aunt and uncle who uh, they have no children. And uh, before the pandemic hit for years, they've been going on so many trips, so many cruises to like nice places. I always joke with them that they're spending my inheritance. <laughs> but I think they... They waited a little while and then just decided, hey, I've spaced this money out enough that I know I could spend this much every year on trips, and we're going on some trips. Right, and enjoying life. But they don't have to worry about children. Sure, and that does make it so much easier, obviously. There's no question. I don't know. That was one of those you know, deep-thinking moments. Yeah, very deep-thinking moment. And let me end with this, Jerry. Amazon shoppers claim that customer service representatives online, you know how you go to a website and you can do an online chat, like, oh, I got a package delivered, or something yes. wrong with it, blah, blah, blah. Several people are complaining that uh, the customer service reps are being a little too flirty with them. Really? Mm-hmm. For example, one woman screen grabbed a conversation where they, the chat person on the other end said, you are very sweet, and I must say, you have a very lovely name. Okay. Mm. Another one said, sorry to say, but we'll have to part ways. Huh. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> it's right up your alley. I hate to do this, but my manager is giving me five minutes on this chat, and I haven't assisted anyone else for two hours. I really love chatting with you, and today was amazing. That's flirty. Flirty, right? Yes, People that are one screen is. Grabbing this. I agree. That one is flirty. Yeah. Hmm. How you doing? Listen, we're not. Uh, some people are not getting out and uh, seeing other human beings. So if you have one of these jobs, you have to uh, get human interaction however you can. And if that's a flirty chat about your product that was delivered incorrectly, then that's a flirty chat. Then go for it. Then go for it. Like live, a- like you said, Jerry. Live. I agree. Live. Live your life. Enjoy yourself. All right, you enjoy yourself, Jerry, because the warm-up program is next. I remember it being terrific. We did cover some hardcore. Some serious stuff. Some serious stuff. We had some laughs. It was like the way you looked back on your Google Photos. There were some serious moments. There were some laughs. You're right. We've been many places during the the warm-up show. So that is coming up next. We will see you tomorrow on a summer Friday. So... Don't know how many of those are left. Don't know how many of those are left. So! Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. No longer the shortest show on WFAN. Now it's a tie. Oh, he's still doing it. All right, 5.04. It's a Thursday morning. I come to you from New York City. The studio's here at WFAN in his home studio across the Atlantic Ocean. His name is Albert Jack dukes what's up al oh hi jerry uh i did put in new liners for the show and i did hear them the recorded versions they're they were dry awesome so we we do have some new ones coming movement from al nice movement that's right i had one of those uh broadcaster dreams last night jerry where i was tasked with uh, doing the warm-up show and you and i was told the last minute you were you were not going to be available all right uh nor was CeeLo available so it was a solo show 
It was a solo show, but Eddie was working it. But also, I could see him enjoying me struggling <laughs> That's through it. That's probably true. Like, he was like, I was, I was so struggling through this show. And I could see Eddie, he was like getting the, the live copy ready and things. And he just had this smirk on his face like... Think it's you, easy, do you? So <laughs> you can do this, big boy. <laughs> yeah, and uh, then then he gave me a copy of a. He's like, "Oh, this is a thirty-second read," and he gave me four sheets of full paper that I had to come up with something out of this four. Like I'm looking at all the details, going, "How do I do this?" Is this a good time to tell you I need to go to the bathroom? <laughs> do not leave me right here, Jerry. <laughs> I'll so yeah, up. I guess that's a that's a broadcaster's uh, nightmare. I've never had that said. one. Really? No. Oh my! Because you could do solo shows. You could talk. I, I mean, I, I certainly did many of them back in yeah. the day. I don't uh, know how. You talk. I legitimately don't know how guys do solo shows in the middle of the night if you don't have phone calls. I don't know how you do it. Well, I'll tell you this because I, I don't think I really ever had that issue. Had I had hours where the calls were few and far between? Yeah. Yes, I had. I do remember one specific hour where the phones went down. Yeah, and it wasn't a matter of people not calling. Like the phones were like oh legit gosh. dead. Yeah, I would. Um, I well, I mean, it's. I will say, it's easier in a lot of ways. It's easier doing a solo show than it is doing a show with someone else. Which sounds goofy, but when you have complete and utter control over what you're discussing, yeah. how you're discussing it, the message you want to convey, and you really the only argument you're getting are from the callers. That's to me. That's not a bad thing, and so. I do think it's probably easier. And I think if you did a show by yourself, you would see it's easier to do it on your own sometimes. I think if I had a show or I was I was on somewhere where there were so many calls always waiting for me on a variety of sure. topics from a variety of people. But that's easy, as you say. Right. That I feel like. It's when you need to actually create the content and no oh. one's calling because <laughs> for whatever reason, it's three o'clock in the morning and the phones don't work. Please call me, please. Please, I'm begging you. I have heard hosts almost beg. <laughs> I, one time, one time uh, when I was working at WNEW and Craig was doing the Sports Guys Morning Show. Yes. He was desperately trying to get a topic going and nothing was happening. He was like, let me see if the phones work. And on the air, he was plucking down every line. It was like dial tone, dial tone, dial tone. <laughs> Are these on? <laughs> When I was produced, I will not say who it was. I'll, it was not Joe Beningo, I'll tell you that. Because yeah. Joe could speak for three weeks to, to a wall. <laughs> so it was never him. But there was one night that I was producing way back in 1997 to where there were no calls up. And the host on the talkback says, where are the calls? I said, I, I, I don't know. Are you sure the phones are working? Yeah, they're working. Test them. <laughs> so I'm in the control. I'm like, dial tone, dial tone. I'm like, yeah, their they're phones are fine. She goes, uh, and so, it, I don't know. It was just, uh, shut up, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> we all caught that. <laughs> so, and it was, But it was a very similar moment. Like, yeah. what's going on here? He was like, I... what's the story? <laughs> shut up, Eddie. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so, yes, that does happen from time to time. Yeah, and in this dream last night, I remember I like got, <laughs> I got through my entire show sheet, and I looked up, it was like 508. I was oh. like, oh my god! Well, I've did I I told you the story. We we've mentioned WJDM before, right? And when we talked about it yesterday in the Great Elizabeth, New Jersey. I told you the story <laughs> when Joe was doing shows there, and the yeah. one night he couldn't make it. Did I ever tell you this real no. quick? All right, so very quickly. So Joe bought time to start his career to see if he could do it, and he bought a one-hour show once a week, and I was his producer. So this is 1994, I believe, maybe five. I don't remember 94, 95, something like that. And so he does like four shows in a row. Everything's great. Joe could come on. He'd, he'd put the microphone on and he wouldn't stop talking. Russo called in as a guest once. Francesa called in as a guest once. It was actually pretty cool. It actually felt like a real show. And so like week five, he's like, hey, uh, I'm not going to make it. The fan's given me a shot. I have someone else coming in since I paid for it already. I went to CSB with him and he's really excited for the opportunity. I'm like, okay. Now I was disappointed he didn't let me do it, but so be it. So he's this guy come in as the fill-in. And he's got his book with him. So whatever. We opened the show. It was the, the, the open I made for Joe with the music, blah, 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 blah. And the kid starts doing his thing. And I noticed very quickly he's reading from his book. And so he reads through like three or four pages, really nervous. And then he gets to the end. He looks at me and he puts his hands in the air. So I'm looking at him as if I don't, I don't know what you mean. 
I, I turned his mic off. I said, what's up? He goes, I'm out. Al, it was like seven minutes into the hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we played our one minute of commercial. <laughs> That's all we had. I said, dude, you got 52 minutes left. Yeah, you better get it together. He proceeded to reread it six times. Right. New audience every time. Oh, Jerry. my God. <laughs> not, not every seven minutes. <laughs> oh so, yeah, goodness. it's hard to do if you're not ready for it. It's difficult. Yes, very difficult. Jerry, a crazy night of sports and sports news last night. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. So it started with the uh, Milwaukee Bucks uh, saying they were going to boycott their game uh, be, uh, in response to the Jacob Blake shooting. To which I guess the NBA then decided that they were going to postpone all of the games. Do I have that correct, Jerry? Uh, yes, and now there's a emergency meeting at 11 a.m. today because it's very possible that the playoffs will be canceled. I was getting into this uh, with the Twitter audience last night, uh, you know, because all I kept seeing was boycott, boycott, boycott. Everybody's boycotting everything, and then Adrian Wojnarowski tweeted, uh, "These games uh, will be played." So I said, "Well, then th- it's not a boycott." They just postponed last night's games. Well, I mean, the players walked out on it. I mean, you can call right, but it, it, to me, the word, it doesn't matter what it is. The but players it, refused to play yesterday. Right. But it does matter because it, if it's a boycott, which was the term everyone was using. I don't think it's determined yet. The Lakers, and, the Lakers and Clippers voted to not play and to go home. Okay. Because I was going to say, normally with a boycott, you're going, like, I could say, I'm boycotting WFAN until they fire Jerry Recca. If they never fire That's a clip you. for you, ready? <laughs> if they never fire you and I listen to WFAN again, it's not a boycott. I just temporarily stop listening to WFAN. That's true. That is true. So when where the when, boycott ends, I mean I know where you're going with this. To me, I don't Because think if they're it's boycotting if they're boycotting the way police are treating uh black people there are always going to be in every realm of work. You, you, that's never. But I don't think that's what they said. I think it's more a matter of just trying to, this is their way of protesting what's going on. But they're saying who, because nothing's being done about who it. Who was the player who said, I want to say it was Sunday or Monday. One of the players said, I don't know why the hell we're here. It's ridiculous that we're playing. I don't remember. God, I, I'll look it up during one of the breaks. Uh, but he was clearly bothered that he actually agreed to go play because he thinks he should be doing other things in his community. Okay. Now, that's personal choice. And I don't, if he feels that way, he should leave and go home. Um, but it, this is. this is a complicated issue. And I don't know that we're going to see basketball again until next season. I don't. But what I'm saying is, next season, it's not like. But they're not boycotting the league until this never happens again. I think again, it seems it's, like it. It's, uh, it's 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 they've had enough and they want to protest again, and this is their way of protesting again. Whatever word you use, here's what happened: they refused to play yesterday. That's it. However you want to classify it, go ahead. However they want to classify it, go ahead. They're not playing right now, and I don't know that they're going to play in the immediate future. Okay. And you had three baseball teams or three baseball games canceled last night. I read something today that the baseball could cancel the schedule today. Who Let's cancel knows? everything, Jerry. I don't know. I, I want know. everything canceled. I don't know. You TV f- shows. Football teams aren't practicing. Right. Let's cancel it all. Might might happen. It might happen. Until when? I'm not sure when we're canceling this all until. Um, well. That's the problem with all of these. It's like Occupy Wall Street. Remember when that happened? I do. I don't even 100% know what that was about. All I know is at some point it just nothing. Like it didn't change well, so I, they're at some point you got to stop are we never going to play sports again but i do think things are cha- i have i have three i don't listen i don't have a million friends that are cops i have three friends that are cops okay and i can tell you that in one instance he has told me about the different things that are happening inside their precinct and there are different layers of you know, whether it's body cams whether it's different background checks like things are changing behind the scenes just because we don't see them doesn't mean they're not it's very obvious to them in their job that there are different protocols being put in place. So while, you know, me and you on a daily basis don't see it, things are happening. The problem is what happens the other day sets us back further. But, uh, but and, and judging by my conversations on social media, because there I do get, a, I feel like, a diverse 
section of people, some, you know, all different opinions. The disconnect, I think, that is happening is that for people, there are people who think that the police are shooting innocent people, right? As if they're pulling somebody over and shooting them. The disconnect, I think, is people on the other side think each time this happens, there appears to be some sort of struggle with the police, some sort of weapon, and the person that they're interacting with has a violent background police record. So I think that's the disconnect for people that say, what do you want the cops to do? They run this. They run somebody's license, and they have sexual aggravated assault, um, physical assaults, armed robberies, this sort of thing. And then they also maybe are could be going for a knife, could be going for a gun, as Bruce Springsteen sings. Could be going for your wallet to show them your ID. You don't know, right? So it just seems like if the background doesn't get taken into account and then it's just like we're going to boycott all of we're going to boycott things and boycott the police yet the person they're pulling over has a violent criminal record on record and was going for a knife or a gun or their wallet we don't know all i can tell you is there are seven uh, in 2019 there were 700,000 police officers in this country and there are a lot of them that are damn good at what they do there are some that aren't, and it's about weeding the, out the bad ones. Now, but, in terms of what you're talking about, and yeah. again, I've had I've had a lot of conversations with just the, again, there's only three of them, but I've had conversations with them about a couple of instances, Minneapolis, and now this one, and I got the same reaction both times. Um, one conversation happened Tuesday where I said to him, I said, "Okay, we're going to do this again." Wisconsin, explain it to me, and he looked, and the sadness on his face. And his reaction is, I can't. You know, it's not a matter of of defending yourself or whatever the case may be. It's the extreme seven shots to the back. It's the kneeling for nine minutes. It's not that they defended themselves or were trying to keep the peace. It was the extreme they went to. That okay, is, so you to don't, me, so, more the issue. Okay, so the, the incident in Wisconsin that just happened. If the guy was shot one time, we would still be here. In the same position. I think if the guy is shot one time in the back of the leg and then we find out there was a knife in the car, I don't think we're here. I don't. I think it's different. I think it's a lot different. Okay. I, think, I will I think disagree with that. I think seven times in the back. I think as soon as people hear a, a guy was shot by the cops, we're here. Uh, you, can, you can think that and I will disagree with you. I Because okay. don't, I, I don't think it's the same thing. I think. Do it's, you think it matters when, if there was a knife involved? Yeah, yeah. And do you think it matters when the cops run somebody's license? They see sure, sure. in the very previous thirty days, aggravated assault. I do. Aggravated. Okay. I do, but I also think too, whether or not there's the knife in the car, did he have it? Did he turn and become aggressive? Just my opinion. And again, I'm talking to you about conversations I've had with people in the business. It's 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 a hard conversation to have. But it, it it feels like we it feels like the reactions that we're getting are that cops are pulling over somebody and shooting them. And there's no details of why they were pulled over, what their actions were when they were pulled over, what their because of criminal now, past is right. so this to what is, they're facing. I'm going to go back to what I said about things being changed. The body cams are everything to me because all we see from Sunday, was it Sunday? Whenever Wisconsin was, I think it was Sunday. Um, all we see is what was captured on video on that camera phone. Now, if you have, and I don't know if there's a body cam for these cops, I'm not sure. But if every cop, and I know it's incredibly expensive, but if every cop has the body cam and you get the full picture of it, Maybe it's different. Right now, we have what we've seen, and it's it, it's not good. It's not good. When my when my friend puts his hands in the air and says, I, I, I can't explain it, that tells me something. And I'm not saying the guy was right or wrong. I don't know. I wasn't there, and I don't have the body cam, and I don't know what led to it. But Right, but we've jumped to the conclusion. Because it's because of the climate we're in and what we've gone through for the last three months, sure. 
Sure. All right, quick break. This is a little bit heavier than we usually are, but uh, so be it because that's the times we're in. It's 20 after 5, just getting started. Boomer joins us at 6 here on The Fan. Al and Jerry, social distancing before it was cool. All right, 25 after 5, Thursday morning in New York City. Terrible day for the Yankees in so many ways. Mets win, but Jacob deGrom doesn't as outstanding as he was. It's really fascinating. Uh, and the Islanders lost yesterday to the Flyers. All right, Al, what's up? Yeah, good thing we didn't bet uh, Garrett Cole again. Man, you're not kidding. I got smacked around the ballpark. Five runs, a bunch of homers. Good First batter of the game. Three homers he let up. Yeah, not good. Not good. And there, there was that one pitch that he was all annoyed about. I mean, I don't know. If you're going to get annoyed, that's one thing. But then you can't give a home run, give up the home run, you know, two batters later. Not good. Not yeah, good at all. Yeah, he, he wanted... Then, he wanted the uh, a strike. Yep. He thought it was a strike. Was it uh, the like a slider on the outside yeah, part? Yes, slider. Of the and then you had, and then Aaron Judge. It's really amazing. He comes back for one game and gets hurt. I mean, come on, tightness in his calf. It's unreal. I mean, Aaron Boone said he might actually go back to the injured list. Aaron Boone. It's unreal. It really that would be unbelievable. Unreal. Did you Aaron watch any Judge of the Met game? Soft. The Met game. Did you watch did any not. of it? No. Degrom was so stinking good. Yeah, I saw though. I watched the uh, condensed game. I mean, come on! And then they can't get him to win. Oh, horrible! Oh, horrible. oh! So the Yankees—they lost both ends of the doubleheader, which has never happened before in baseball. This was the first time it was not a split. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Really unbelievable. We've seen it all this season, Jerry. We've fact, seen it all. How about the fact the Mets get swept and they score no runs in both games, and the Yankees get swept and they score a grand total of two runs in two games? Right. Could you imagine that? Yeah. Against a rookie pitcher, eh, the other guy's fine, but whatever. And this kid was pretty good yesterday. And DeGrom had 14 strikeouts last Yeah, tied a career high. I mean, he was dominant. And even the the run he gives up. So you saw the highlights. The double is such a joke. Yeah. And that's what he ends up giving the run off of, you know, the couple batters later. Do you think, so the Yankees don't play tonight. uh, The Mets do. But then the the Yankees-Mets series is this weekend. Do you think we will see a Mets-Yankees subway series this weekend? I hope so. Hmm, But do you think so? Yes, I do. You do. I do. I don't know that baseball is going to postpone all their games for the weekend. Might they today? Maybe. I don't know. Are they going to play the weekend? Yes, I think so. I think all sports should be canceled. Well, you might have that. Otherwise, why are we taking individual days off? You you might have a collective day where everything's canceled. I and think the NFL possible. might cancel everything today. Uh, they might. How about that? You could get all teams off. That'd the be play, wild. The practice field. Yes. Imagine if there was no. Sp- what do you, this year sucks. This year has been something. Yes. I'd like to take this year, put it in a headlock, Jerry. Maybe put it in the Cobra Clutch. Take them down and punch them in the face. Yeah, it's been pretty awful. Pretty awful. A lot of doubleheaders. You see the baseball schedule today. Assuming, a lot of doubleheaders. Assuming they play, you've got the Mariners and Padres play two. Pirates and Cardinals play two. Dodgers and Giants play two. Reds and Brewers play two. A lot of baseball. Let's play two. Who said that famously, Jerry? Was that Ernie Banks? Ernie Banks? Yeah. It's a beautiful day. Let's play two. You know what I love now watching in baseball? uh, and I like that they took that hard slide into second on a double play. I like that they took that out. Right. It makes double double plays look so smooth now. They make them look easy. Yeah, so easy. Like... A, a hard hit ball to the shortstop, and he just side kind of casually throws it over. Then the second baseman slings it on over the first base. It's beautiful. There was one in the Met game last night. It was so because the ball was hit so hard, and maybe that's what you're referencing. That they threw. I, I forget who hit it, but they threw the runner out of my first base by 25 feet, <laughs> and it looks so simple. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I when I was watching the Yankees uh, condensed game as well. Gary Sanchez. He does not run balls out the first base. Really? <laughs> this is not new. Nor does he catch every pitch thrown to him. <laughs> Especially like if he hits a hard hit ball, even the third base. Like he hit a hard hit ball at the third base, and the third baseman like casually got up and threw it. He Gary Sanchez wasn't even in the screen yet <laughs> because he hits it and says, "Ah, damn it!" Right? <laughs> no chance. This is going nowhere. <laughs> Pretty much. Yes, that's about right. There's a lot of players that are like that. That's why. That is why when we get on certain players, yeah, it's like you know what it it's across baseball. Not everybody is Brandon Nimmo that's sprinting to first base when they walk. I mean, really? I mean, 
You know, you criticize whoever it might be. Like Robbie Cano gets criticized for not running out every ground ball. Guess what? A lot of guys don't. Right. It's not just unique to him. And by the way, three more hits for him last night. Just I saying. do like uh, when Nimmo, he homered last night, he runs right around the bases. Yeah, I respect sprints. that. He does. He's uh, he's he's so I like watching him. I know he's not the greatest ball player of all time, but he is. He's fun to watch. Do you think pitchers think he's showing them up when he runs fast around the bases after a home run? Because no, if you why? run too slow, I don't know. I got the, like if I was a pitcher and I gave up a home run and the dude sprinted around the bases. No, like, I, I'd appreciate what this it, douche. I would appreciate it actually. Like to me, if the guy goes too slow, I got a problem with it. The guy goes too fast, I got a problem with it. I actually don't have a problem with any of it. I'll come back to don't give up a home run then. <laughs> that's well, not that's not easy to do. Don't give up a home run. Hmm. And I never understood why you throw at the next guy. What'd he do? <laughs> right. Wait till that guy wait till Nimmo gets back around in the right. in the order. Exactly. Yeah, I never got that either. It's like, all right, Brandon Nimmo. You homered. Conforto, look out. Right. <laughs> Brandon Nimmo, sense. you homered and ran too fast around the base. <laughs> Next guy's going to get it right in the ear hole. Where's Jeff McNeil? I'm coming after <laughs> you. <laughs> you know who stinks right now? Who's this? I can't believe I'm going to say this, but he is not playing well. Or hitting, I should say. Your boy Alonzo. Yeah. Not good. He almost tore open that uh, batting helmet last night. Yeah. He needs a he needs a long ball, Jerry. Uh yeah, and he, I know he had what do you have, the two in the one game last week? They had two in one game? I think he did. He had two in one game last week, but they have been few and far between, and his at bats are not good. He's gone cold. Uh he's been he can't be batting more than two ten, two fifteen. I don't know what he's batting, but it's yeah. it's gotta be low two hundreds. He and has what, not been good. And what do you make of this um Adam Gase, Le'Veon Bell situation. I don't know. I'm, I'm glad you asked that, Al. Well, thank you. This is what I don't understand. How can the head coach say something and essentially, not quote, but reference the trainers as to why they did what they did if, in fact, there was no truth to it? And I have to think there's no truth to it because Le'Veon Bell then tweeted there was no truth to it. So Le'Veon Bell feels like he had uh, limited carries in yes. their uh, scrimmages. Correct. Adam Gase said he got limited carries because he's got a hamstring tightness. Now, my question, and I don't know the answer to this. I guess we, I can look it up. Google. Has he had tightness in the last few weeks to where maybe Gase misspoke and figured, you know, we were only going to go with a couple of series because a few weeks ago he had an issue and we don't want to have anything flare up? Not that he said it that way, but is that possible? Because Le'Veon Bell says his hamstrings are fine. And this is another thing. If you're Le'Veon Bell... And that happens. Why do you not text the coach or go see him? Right. Like, it doesn't have to be Bell. Anybody. Like, why do you go to social media? Why would you not go to the source? That's like if Mark Chernoff said, we're pulling Al off the warm-up show because he asked that he wanted to lighten his workload. And and so Andrew Marshan put that out. And then you're Do not like, put that out, Andrew Marshan. And the equivalent would be you then tweeting, this is not true. I don't know why my <laughs> boss said that. <laughs> Wouldn't you actually email or call Mark? Yeah, but in in football, like the 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 players have the upper hand. I okay. feel like all right, fair enough. That's okay. one of the rare occurrences that I was trying to think of other times, other jobs in life where you have more power than your boss. It's it's a weird it thing. Is, well, and they make more money than their boss, right? Sports is one. Number two, I would say like a situation that Mark Chernoff would be in, right? So. When he was working with Imus and Howard Stern, those guys, if they want to be jerks to you, to some level they can be, and you've got to kind of figure out a way to work with them because they're the superstars. Right. I guess. I mean. Which is my situation here on the warm-up show, which is why I I will never be treated that way. I don't know that Le'Veon Bell is is that level. Oh, you don't think he's that that level superstar? You think he's been that here? He wasn't great last year. I mean, I understand what he was in Pittsburgh. And you're not wrong with the money he makes and all that, but I don't know. I just don't understand the – you used the word before, I'll use it here. The disconnect between the player and the coach makes no sense to me at all. Absolutely and, none. And I think Le'Veon Bell is like an old guy now because I'm like, hey, he's, he's been 28. Right, I just or Googled 29, it. I know. 28. Yeah, and then there's Tom Brady. And that's where I always marvel at Brady. We, we look at some of these guys as older players. And I mentioned Revis. Like I saw the other day, Darrell Revis turned 37. I yeah. feel like he's been retired for a decade. So, like, Frank Gore is 37. Right. So, he's nine years older than Le'Veon Bell as yes. a running back. And six years younger than Brady. And, and we this look guy, at him as an old man. 
This guy took a beating too. Like he he carries the football. He does. He's not that one has. of these. He's not one of these wuss running backs that splits carries with tons of dudes. This not guy carried wuss. the football. Not a wuss running back. <laughs> Twenty five right. in front of six. We still have more to do here on the warm up show. Boomer joins us at the top of the hour on the fan. Alan Jerry now offering contact free delivery. All right, 20 in front of six, warm-up show until the top of the hour. They are getting hammered down in New Orleans again. I don't know if you saw this. We were discussing this uh, yesterday. Al, have you seen some of these videos from the hurricane? I have not seen anything yet. 150 to 160 mile-an-hour winds, and there are some videos out there that there's one I saw where the winds pulled a palm tree out of the out of the oh. ground. All right. I mean, just horrendous. So it's kind of like what you talked about. Well, how do people still stay there after storms like this? Really yes. crazy. Yes. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yep, really, really Their difficult. 2020 sucks more than everybody else's so oy, far. Oy. It's been a bad year. God, has it been a bad year. Sure, I remember a couple weeks ago there was going to be this bombshell about Daniel Snyder and yes. the Washington football team and uh, from the Washington Post. Yes, and, this is uh, quite concerning, yes. And Larry Michael was the uh, longtime play-by-play guy. He abruptly resigned. Yeah, he left. Uh, the article eventually came out, and... I guess we were prepared for much worse, I guess more details, but there was sexual harassment and from a, a, a number of employees who had left there. And but there were there were other rumors of even worse details that didn't come out at the time. Right. Well, yesterday a few more came out. Yeah. And that was that uh, there was uh, accusations according to the Washington Post that the Washington football team at the uh, at the wanting of it of uh, Dan Snyder created a video of cheerleaders. There was a Washington uh, football team cheerleader calendar shoot. Right in two thousand eight, I think it was right in two thousand eight. That was going to go on. It was a sexy bikini calendar shoot of the Washington then Washington Redskins cheerleaders. But there was a word that some of the outtakes of the videos of that shoot, where girls were uh, caught. Uh, exposing their bodies uh that those were videotaped and a video was put together showing the girls in various stages of undress and passed around the then washington redskins front office well i read the part i actually read the washington post article about this is that right and it's a little it sounds a little worse because the article states that Mm -hmm. it wasn't that they were outtakes as much as they were directed by my, this is according to the article, not me. All right. That they were directed by someone to take separate video of the girls in certain situations. And what I think is, while they obviously deny it, the article said that they offered to send the video to them, to the red, to the the Washington football team, to show them the proof, and they mm-hmm. they said not no. They said we don't want to see it. Yeah, I, I so. To me, it sounds like the post, the Washington Post, yeah. It sounds like they have the video. Yes. If that's the case, then I don't know what, I don't know how you can dispute it if they have it. Right. Not good. I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's just. Dan it's, Snyder says it's a hit job by the Washington Post. Fake news said. Maybe, but if they have the video. Yeah. And they've they got the people and quotes from people that were directed to do this, and then they produce the video for them. The right. only way it's a hit, the only way it's a hit is if someone acted on their own, put together a video like this oh. to set them up. That's right. the only way. And says Dan Snyder wanted me to Cor- shoot right. this video. Exactly. No now wonder in that why Dan could be a hit. I don't know. No wonder why Dan Snyder didn't accept my Twitter <laughs> friend request yesterday. Never got an acceptance. I don't think huh? he, uh, let me check that again cuz I don't think he ever accepted he still have four followers? <laughs> I'm going to see. I'm going to check that out right now. Because you would have been a big fifth. Snyder. Mm-hmm. You're going to be on fans only soon. He should know that. No, I can't even find the other. Uh, no, I can't find the. the there, Did he there delete the real, account already? No, he's there. Oh, okay. Nope, still four followers. Still four. He's probably like, I, I can't do this Twitter now. Because Twitter will be bombarded with people yelling at him. I will continue to say I think he's doing Twitter just to follow certain people. Hmm. Daniel Snyder's not going to be the type who's going to be in his office tweeting, I don't think. <laughs> but then again, right. you know what? I never thought Mike would either. So Right. And Mike mm. said he would never would. So right. the, the, people change. Things change. People Times change. change, as Rocky said in Russia. That's right. Is this, uh, this was a Rocky philosophy in Rocky, Rocky, four. Uh, fo- Rocky four. Yeah, in Russia. What he after say? he beat Drago. So if he I beats Drago. Change, 
You can change. We can all change. Do you remember that? He was trying to change Russia? Yeah, the ideas. Don't you remember? Mm, I you, don't remember that one. Did you see that? You saw that I movie, know I yes? saw it. 100%. Probably one of those where you saw it once you don't remember. Right. That's fair. I'm like that, too, with movies, except for movies I've seen multiple times. Right. Yeah, I have to see a movie so many times. Like, there are certain ones. I've said this before. I come across Titanic. If I'm sitting on the couch, I watch it. I don't know why. Uh, Back to the Future, all three of them, I'll watch them all. You're in. I am. The Rocky ones, to a point. I, lo- I love the training part of the of Rocky Four. I just think it's really cool. Um, and I will watch it. That's one. I like the I like the Rambo movies. I'll watch them. The Godfather. You're a big. Uh, you would love to meet Sylvester Stallone. I would. I would be interested. Yeah. Me too. More so Eddie Murphy, but I would like to meet Sylvester Stallone. Eddie Murphy one, Sylvester Stallone two. That's probably about right because Beverly Hills Cop one and two to me are just amazing movies. Right. I love those. Those are. That goes back to, you know, God, when they first came out. I, I remember I was so excited about Beverly Hills Cop 3 and then so disappointed when I actually went and watched it. So in that movie when he goes, I'm not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe. Beverly Hills Cop 2. What happens when you do put a banana in a tailpipe? I don't know. Why don't you try it today with your brand new Mazda? I don't want to ruin What if it ruins my car? What if it doesn't? Banana you can add that to your read. tailpipe. How about that? I'm Googling that to see if it'll tell me. The most common result of putting a banana in a tailpipe uh, is that the object wedged in the pipe will shoot out before enough pressure builds to damage the engine. So it's just going to shoot the banana out. Okay, so that was uh, that was a movie myth. <laughs> Why don't we try that the next time we commute into New York City together, Jerry? We'll put a potato in. It said potato or banana in the tailpipe. And as we were pulling away from a parking spot, we'll just shoot the banana into the next <laughs> car. <laughs> <laughs> well, considering where you live now, I don't see us commuting into New York City like ever again. <laughs> I'm not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe. I'm trip. not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> How about this? I heard fantasy football participation is expected to be significantly less that. this year. I could see. I'm not into it. They say there's a lack of enthusiasm and uncertainty to whether the games will be Exactly. Played. Now, my son did his fantasy draft on uh, Saturday night. And he's into it? Yeah, and they're into it, but they were, I mean, I was listening to them because they do it on the PS4, so they can have like 12 different people on the headsets. Yeah. It's like this giant, you know, party phone call, whatever. So they did the draft on that, and just listening to him talk, there was the conversation at one point, what do we do? Like, if the season gets halted and stopped after week nine, is, do we declare a winner? Yeah. Or do we just say, all right, season's over, we pick it up again next year? So they did have – I have no idea what they decided on, but they did have that conversation, so I could see that. But they still did it, but just less enthusiasm than usual. Yeah, I would say so. But they still did it just in case because I do believe, like everyone does, like week one will be played, but then we'll have to see how things go. Yeah. And I, I'm not really into it this year either. The yeah. games, I'll bet the games because I do enjoy that. And, you know, I'm like you. I don't bet a lot of money, but it's fun. Uh, but I don't know about the fantasy this year. I don't, I, I'm probably out on that. I, I didn't even like- get into the fantasy baseball this year. I also feel like you got to give the NFL like a couple weeks just to see what because there's uh, they're, they're playing no preseason right. games. That first so, week you're not might gonna, be very messy, <laughs> right? You're not going to know who's good for four weeks, probably not, and maybe even longer than that. Like you could be assuming the games go on, you could be end of October, early November before we really know who the good teams are. I think that's possible. And you know, yesterday, uh, you and Boomer had on uh, head coach Joe Judge and Daniel Jones. Yes. And one of the things Boomer has kept talking about is how bad the Giants' secondary and defense. Yeah, they didn't get good news yesterday, did they? And they lost another guy, safety Xavier McKinney. Yeah. Fat fractured his foot, and linebacker David Mayo has a torn meniscus. Not good. Ooh. Not good at all. I mean, you're talking about a team that was already thin. In the secondary, and then to lose him, not good. I mean, really. I'm I'm googling New York Giants schedule. Let's see what big quarterbacks they're facing this year. Mm, mm, mm. Steelers, Bears, most Niners, <laughs> most Cowboys. <laughs> they most teams have pretty good quarterbacks. Well, they're playing the Buccaneers this year. Uh oh. Yeah, you're right. Look at this. They do have there's a lot of teams with good quarterbacks yes. this year. And this is That's the this is the kid from Alabama. This is the kid that they were expecting to be, you know, like their guy in the secondary. This is Xavier McKinney. Yes. He's the right? Yes. He's the safety. He's the kid yeah, from safety. Alabama. This this one hurts. And of course, 
and a thin and a thin secondary already. Man, good luck. That's why I, that's why I was saying yesterday this team's going to have to outscore teams. And right. I know we have to outscore them every week. I'm not being a jackass. I'm that's saying true, you're going to have to beat teams 35-31. I don't think you're going to be holding teams to 10 points every week. Not with right. this defense and as you say all these star quarterbacks they have to play. Right, they're playing a lot of star quarterbacks. I see a couple where they could get away with some things. Give me one. Well, let's Eddie save this. <laughs> you, you okay? So I'm looking at a giant schedule. Which like quarterback do I think is not going to dominate them? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, give me Washington. I don't trust that Dwayne Haskins yet. Okay, fine. Well, I can't okay. wait for Dwayne Haskins to throw 430 <laughs> yards. <laughs> and they play them twice. Right. Uh, the Bengals. Joe Burrow. He's new. Uh, fair, and he might get off to a shit. When do they play them? Uh, uh, November 29th. Of course. Uh, so so as opposed to September when he's going to be like a deer in headlights. <laughs> right. <laughs> he might actually uh, have his footing by then. Uh, they play the Browns. I'm not 100% sure about Baker Mayfield. Fair. Then they play after the Browns, the Ravens. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's oh easy. <laughs> Who's next? Right, Kansas so- <laughs> City? <laughs> <laughs> I was actually looking to see if they had Kansas. They I think do they not do. Have Kansas. They don't have Kansas City this oh, year. Oh, the Jets guys. have Kansas City. Yeah. Is that right? That's what it is. How okay. about the Bears? What's their quarterback situation? Not great. Well, they've got Trubisky still, and yeah. they also have uh, Nick Foles. Okay. Right? They, Foles? Yeah, they, Foles. yeah, they play them early, September 20th. Yes. I'm going to say, okay, here's what I got. The two Washington games, the Bears game, and the Browns game, the Giants will not get lit up. Let's good. put that on the record. <laughs> That's good. That's only 25% of their games. <laughs> so, and when I say that, I'm going to say under 30 points. I'll, I'll agree How's with that. that? In that's this fair. day and age of football, right. I think that's fair. I think if you give up 27 points, it's not a horrendous game. Right. That's probably true. Once you get into the 30s and 40s, look out. Right. They've got, like, the freaking 49ers, <laughs> the Rams, <laughs> the Cowboys twice, the Eagles twice, They're not of easy. Seahawks. All these teams are good. Dude. It really is amazing. A lot of good players. And I'm even giving credit. The Giants play the Cardinals this year. Kyler Murray. I right. Think he's, he, I think he can – throw bombs on them. Yes, he can. He did it last year as a, a little inconsistent, but he had, I would say he had a good rookie season. Yeah. And now in year two, good luck. Quick hey, good break. luck. On the other side, hey, we'll wrap things up. We'll get you Boomer in here as well. Uh, but first, a Radio.com sportsman and Amy Lawrence on what happened with the NBA last night. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got a couple more minutes till we get you to the top of the hour. Boomer joins us then. Yankees drop two to the Braves. Two. Two. Mets did uh, beat the Marlins, though. No no good for Jacob DeGrom, as good as he was. And the Islanders lost to the Flyers uh, in overtime. Series tied 1-1. What else you got, Al Do you think Jacob DeGrom, like, at the, when the, in the locker room after that game, he's like... Throws a table? But just t- like you could tell, he's annoyed. Like he's not throwing tables or smashing things, but he's got a sour puss on his face. Like you I guys, think he's incredibly disappointed, but I think he seems to be such a good guy. Yeah. I, no, I don't. I think you know what I believe. I think there are some players that would be furious that they oh, didn't I'd get the nuts. win. I think he's the type of player that believes team first. We won. I did my job. We move on. Mm. That's what I think. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what I think. All right. That's fair. Did you see Paul George uh, told uh, reporters that he had uh, anxiety and depression while uh, in the bubble? I didn't see it. Chris LaPresti played those clips yesterday, so I heard it yesterday on the show. When is this show on that you're <laughs> telling me about? Yeah, every I was almost, good Lord. Are you watching CBS Sports Network right now? I do not have it on. What's on right now? <laughs> you might Bull want riding? to. Uh, no, I'll just leave it there. Um, God. Uh, Did CeeLo really play those you, cuts? Yes. Almost every, if not every hour, three of the four. Three of the four. See, I saw you put it on the show sheet. I didn't know if it was something else happened. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Or if you just weren't else, paying Jerry. attention. No, no, definitely. You listening yesterday? Definitely Al. something else. I thought there were. There was a little more to it. You know, though, that was everything. Uh, everything he played yesterday. Yeah. Well, yeah. What was interesting <laughs> is uh, the quote from Paul George is he's, that he checked out, which evidently I did during Stilo's update. <laughs> <laughs> what were you? Oh, come on. In.